If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories and if you do love a reddit story why not consider hitting that like subscribe maybe that notification bell too let's crack on with today's first story which comes from a throwaway account and says am i the asshole for not inviting them to my christmas party after they didn't invite me to their wedding i throw a pretty big christmas party every year going on a decade now a few years ago when i threw my friend tara met my former co-worker tony and they hit it off They dated for a while and two years later, once again at my Christmas party, she showed up with a ring on her finger and they announced for the first time that they were engaged. I was super happy for them. They got married this spring. We didn't get invited. When I was sending around my party invitations this year, I didn't see any reason to invite them back if they didn't think I was worthy of making their guest list. I've known them both for years, basically introduced them and they literally announced their engagement at my home. It got back to me today that they're very upset with us for not inviting them this year, that my party is something they consider special and they think I'm being petty. A couple of friends mentioned it was a smaller wedding and they feel like I'm just punishing them. It wasn't though. There were probably 200 people there and I knew at least 50 of them and I was a little surprised at some of the names that made the cut over us. I didn't make a stink about it or anything but I don't see why I should welcome them into my home again after being snubbed like that. My partner thinks I should just let it go and invite them back, but I don't see a reason why I should. Am I the asshole? Now, obviously, I'm really curious why they didn't invite you, but still expected to be invited to the Christmas party after, and to think that you're being petty about it. If I was in your situation, I think I'd feel exactly the same and want to know why. Why wasn't I invited to your wedding, yet I'm always inviting you to our party and you seem happy when you're there and you still want to come back to it so why wasn't i invited to your wedding it just doesn't make sense and i think it'd get to the point where i would have to ask them i'd have to say how come i wasn't invited to your wedding what's the reason just to get some closure on that basically but nick it says not the arsehole you can invite and not invite whoever you want without any reason and if they want one just say it's a smaller party this year the clumsy pirate says not the arsehole If they can't even invite the person who introduced them to their wedding, then I don't think they should expect an invitation to your Christmas party. If you are not close enough to make it to the wedding invite list, why should they be close enough to make it to your Christmas party? Cheerful replies to that and says, And who catered and hosted their engagement announcement party? Opie responded by laughing and saying, You don't know the half of it. Over the last few years, we have literally had it catered, had bartenders inside and outside, even hired someone to entertain the kids earlier in the night. My partner and I put so much time, energy and money into this every year because we love our friends. It started out small when we were younger and now it's a big thing. I just don't like being taken for granted. Yeah, and that just makes me think now they're worried about missing out because that does sound like a great time. 
But Glockenbach says, not the arsehole. Also, don't think it's petty. We don't have to prioritize people who don't prioritize us. Natural Garbage says, not the arsehole. Normally, I'd say that they can invite or not invite whoever they want to their wedding. But by that same logic, you can invite whoever you want to your party. You're upset they didn't invite you. They're upset you didn't invite them. The difference is they're using your Christmas party as a celebration of their relationship. They feel entitled to your Christmas party because it's important to their relationship, but they don't view you as important. They keep using your party to announce life events because they feel entitled to your party as a celebration of them. 200 people is not a small wedding, but if they think it is, you have two new friends you've invited and you just couldn't fit them in too. So sorry, darlings. It's just a small party. You understand, right? And one more comment from Actually Parsley who says not the arsehole, but I think I know what's happened. When someone holds a big party like yours, especially if it becomes a tradition, it's easy for people to stop seeing it like you having your friends over for a party and start seeing you like an official organizer for a community event. Of course, if you actually talked about it that way, people would realize they are wrong, but it's trickier when it's subconscious. When they invite people to their wedding, they feel like it's their event. Of course, it's still rude of them not to invite you, but it's not your right to come. But when you don't invite them, it is more like being disinvited from a community party that they have a more impersonal right to attend. They've stopped seeing you as a friend and started seeing you as an organizer and your party as some sort of common good. Of course, this is a possible explanation and not an excuse at all. I just think it's fascinating when this sort of thing happens. And there was just a couple of additional bits of information from OP, which someone asked about, did they give a reason for no invite? And OP says, I don't know, we didn't ask. I just took it to mean we weren't as close as I thought we were and let it go. But for the record, we literally had dozens of other friends who got invited. OP continues and says, no, we never got an explanation. Just never received an invite. It got back to me through a mutual girlfriend that they were trying to limit the guest list, but we had dozens of other friends there. I just think it's kind of funny that they're getting our friends to try and get them an invite now after they just pretended we weren't part of their lives. Someone questioned OP and said, did they ask you about getting engaged at your party beforehand? And OP said, no, they didn't. But for the record, I didn't mind at all. We are happy for them. And then just a bit more information about their relationship with the couple and says, I did introduce them. Not with the idea of setting them up or anything, more like introducing one group of friends to another and they hit it off. They did use my party as an engagement announcement. I guess it kind of made sense. They'd just gotten engaged a couple of days before and hadn't made it public yet. All of our friends were there, everyone, including us, and we were excited for them. I thought of her as a pretty close friend. She'd come over all the time to hang out when she was single. He was a former co-worker, so not as close, but we double dated a bit earlier in their relationship before the pandemic. So then OP came back to update the post, which says, dang y'all, I never expected my post would blow up the way it did. Here's the original post for reference. Since I got so many requests to check back in, here's the update. I stuck to my guns and did not invite them to my Christmas party. My partner stood by me when I told him I'd made my decision and didn't bring it up again. Neither did our friends. Many of you guessed that they would try and crash our party. I got worried that could happen after all the responses, but thankfully it didn't. Probably a hundred plus of you guessed that she wanted to hijack the party to announce that she was pregnant. If that's the case, they haven't told anyone as far as I know. They did, however, decide to try and throw their own party at the same time as ours. Several friends told us that they were trying to convince them to come to theirs instead. I honestly hoped they had some guests and had a great time. 
I wish them no ill will, but I think just about everyone we expected came to our party, so I doubt they poached any guests from us. They made enough of a last minute fuss over this that the whole thing became the gossip of our party. They're doing, not mine. I chose to not engage in it, but the consensus I heard was everyone thought it was bizarre that they chose not to invite us to their wedding and that them complaining about not being invited to our party was in poor taste. Most common question on Reddit was, why did we not get an invite to their wedding? From what I can tell from people at our party gossiping about the situation, they said it was because we were a little older than they are. I think that's weird since my partner and I are both 35. They're 28 and 29, so it's not like we're very far apart. Tara used to hang out with us at least once a week when she was single, and I literally introduced them. The whole thing still seems strange to me, but I guess it is what it is. So yeah, that's how it all went down. Our party was a blast. We got to see so many friends, some of which we haven't really seen since before COVID. Everyone had a great time. People literally brought toddlers we haven't gone to meet yet because of how crazy the world has been over the last couple of years. It was a wonderful evening. Hope you all had as good a Christmas as we did. And what a weird excuse after all that, saying it's about the age, yet only being like five, six years older than them. Very, very strange, and I'm not sure if I quite believe that. And then attempting to throw a party at the same time as OP. Oh, dearie, dearie me. And it was OP in this as well, turning around and saying, you know, you wish them no ill will and hope that they did have a good time. Ah, oh, dear, dear. I think fair play to OP and just moving on and not getting involved with the drama was the best way forward. But what do you guys make of this situation? What do you think the reason was? Do you believe the age thing, that it was just the age difference? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. Now, our next story comes from a throwaway account, which says, am I the asshole for telling my parents that they ruined the New Year's celebration after they kicked my husband out over a joke? I've been married to my second husband, Mike, for four years now. He's a jokester and loves to crack jokes all the time. He especially likes to joke with my brother, Ethan, and his wife. Ethan used to be okay with it till he started complaining about Mike taking it too far with his jokes. Some context about Ethan. He and his wife couldn't have kids, so they adopted a boy, Joey, two years ago. Mike has been making silly, light-hearted jokes that involve Joey's bio parents as a way to mess with Ethan and his wife. I already talked to Mike and I tell you that he's 100% means no harm and he was just trying to get them to react. So fast forward to New Year's Eve. My parents hosted a big celebratory dinner and Ethan and his wife came. While we were eating dinner, Mike decided to tell a knock-knock joke to Ethan. He said, knock, knock. Ethan laughed and said, who's there? Mike replied, Joey's bio parents. Then he bursted out laughing. Silence took over and Ethan's facial expression changed. His wife called Mike an idiot, to which Mike replied with, hey, relax, it's just a joke. An argument ensued and dinner was paused. My parents suddenly told Mike to leave, which I thought was too harsh. I tried to speak to them and get them to calm down, but mom insisted that Mike leave. We left and Mike was complaining the whole time about how they overreacted. I called mum later and she told me Mike was out of line with his hurtful jokes and this touchy topic and that I was wrong for defending him and saying he was just joking. She said he ruined New Year's for the family but I told her it was her and dad who ruined New Year's celebration by escalating the situation and kicking him out. 
I told her he could talk to them, but again, they were the ones who ruined New Year's celebration. She called me delusional for this statement and hung up. We haven't talked to them for days. I tried contacting Ethan, but no response. Now, from the title, I pretty much knew it was going to go that way. Whenever I see someone's being kicked out over a joke, I automatically know, yeah, this person's going to be an asshole. They've done something that's bullying or shitty behavior has got them kicked out. And yeah, it was just the case in this situation. His joke wasn't silly. It wasn't lighthearted. Mike was being an asshole. And you're enabling that behavior by trying to defend him because he's going to continue to make these shitty jokes and say people are overreacting when they don't like the joke. When a joke's one-sided like that and no one's laughing with you, it becomes bullying behavior. And that's what he's showing here. And fair play to the parents for kicking. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. I'm out. But Quail says Mike ruined the celebration. Wow, I don't know if I've read such an out-of-touch post on Am I the Arsehole ever. You're the arsehole and so is your husband. Mike has been making silly light-hearted jokes that involve Joey's bio parents as a way to mess with Ethan and his wife and says what the actual fudge. That is terrible. Teasing an infertile couple about their adopted child's bio parents. I am mortified. Edit to add, I'm super freaking proud of your parents. Morel Deezer says, wow, yeah, you're the arsehole. Sorry, but your mic is an arsehole. Not uncommon for the jokesters who love to crack jokes to mess with people. Fuck that. It's not in good spirit. It's one-sided bullying and just disgusting. It's not lighthearted or silly. It's just mean. The sentence, relax, it was just a joke, is horrible. Your mic hides behind this excuse to be an arsehole and a bully to people. To push their buttons, to be mean, and then retreat when they get upset by calling it all a joke. You're enabling and supporting that, which makes you know better. Hubble Bubble says you're the arsehole. No one likes your husband. He's not funny. His jokes aren't cute. No one thinks he's clever or amusing. He does mean harm. Otherwise, why would he keep pick, pick, picking at this very sensitive subject? Your husband is a bully. You're enabling your husband to bully your relatives. Selkie says you're the arsehole. What if someone took your greatest insecurity and poked at it? over and over and over and over again like some shitty hurtful groundhog day and when you said something about it they would tell you well calm down it's a joke would you like that i don't think so 
Your husband is nothing more than a cruel, mean bully, and you are his enabler. Also, Mike isn't just hurting the parents, he's hurting the kid as well, and that makes it even worse. You're the asshole. And it was pretty much you're the asshole all the way through. So I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. Which comes from Explanation Fun 2337 and says, Am I the asshole for putting parental controls on my TV and royally pissing off my father-in-law? I, male 30s, live with my wife, female 30s. We have two kids, male 8 and female 6. My wife's parents are staying with us temporarily as their home is having some serious repairs after a freak accident. It wasn't their fault and luckily they had insurance. The repairs should be completed in two months from now. I don't really get along with my in-laws, especially my father-in-law, but I agreed to let them stay because I thought the time would fly by and it wouldn't be that bad. But I'm posting here, so I guess I was wrong. My mother-in-law doesn't have a job and my father-in-law works late shifts until around 11pm. When he gets home, they will watch YouTube in the living room and play music on it at a loud volume with our speaker system. It's not college house party bass tearing apart the walls loud, but it is still loud. My kids are not light sleepers, but this wakes them up. Then they go wake me up because they want me to make it stop. My kids need to be rested for school and I need to get up in the morning to drop them off and go to work. My wife works overnight shifts, so she doesn't witness this. I've tried to talk to my mother-in-law and father-in-law about it and ask that they please keep the noise down after my kid's bedtime, which is 8.30pm. I don't expect complete silence, but I really don't think that they need to have the TV on loud late at night. My father-in-law argued with me and said that he doesn't finish work until 11pm, so I'm basically expecting him to not do things he enjoys after work. I told him he can do it before work or on his days off or it's tough shit. He explained to my wife who's now taking his side and saying that the kids need to learn how to sleep through a bit of everyday noise. I told her it's not everyday noise and that he and mother-in-law are being excessively noisy and inconsiderate. She's just not there to see it. My father-in-law has been sending me links to buy earplugs for the kids. I've got them really fed up with this. It's not my in-law's house and they're staying with us as guests and I think they're being really selfish. I decided to put parental controls on the TV so that my in-laws can't use it after 8.30pm until 6am the next day. Between those times, the TV can't be used without putting in the password, and only I know it. This doesn't affect my wife as she doesn't get off work until 6am and isn't normally home until 6.20ish. My father-in-law is now incredibly pissed off with me and said that I'm acting like a child and keeps pestering me, demanding the password. My wife is also mad at me for upsetting her dad. I'm just so annoyed at this whole situation and I'm sick of hearing about it, so I just want to know if I'm morally in the clear. Now to me, absolutely not the asshole in this situation and it's just not on. You were kind enough to take them into your home or something's going on at their place and I would be expecting them to be considerate of everyone else around them. Originally, you wasn't saying that they can't have the TV on, just not stupidly loud levels, which there's solutions for them. You know, they're telling you to get earbuds. They could get headphones themselves. And your wife is in the wrong also for backing this up. She should be backing you up in this situation when it's disturbing your children's sleep pattern and yours as well because the kids are coming up to you and telling you that they want the noise to stop. 
But Fireflies8, he says, not the arsehole. Your in-laws are rude and inconsiderate and your wife should be managing them and backing you up in this. Had she done so, you would not need to take such drastic measures. Both you and the kids need your sleep. The in-laws are guests in your home. This is wildly inappropriate for them to act this way. If they don't like the house rules, they can go to a motel. Green Red Crescent says, not the arsehole. Who the hell stays as a guest in someone's home? Knowing they have young children and expects them to be okay with them playing loud music all night. Even without the kids in the equation, that's still unreasonable and wildly inappropriate, but it just adds another layer of assholery. Fit Panda says, as a parent, it's your job, your duty, your responsibility to ensure that your kids stay healthy and get the education they deserve. Sleep deprivation is a torture method, bad for physical and mental health and will wreck their education. Buy your in-laws two pairs of headphones and be done with it, or they need to leave. Not the arsehole. And one more comment from Daisy who says, not the arsehole. Your father-in-law in particular is acting like a childish, selfish arsehole. I can't believe he has the audacity to expect you to house him while he has a complete disregard for your family's health and sanity. Your wife is ridiculous for not backing you up. I'd record the noise they make for several nights and show it to your wife. He doesn't like your rules. He could always stay somewhere else. You have to put your children and their welfare ahead of your in-laws and wife. Your father-in-law is aware that headphones and earbuds exist, right? But now I'm going to turn this situation towards you guys. What do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's have another one, shall we, from a throwaway account who says, Am I the arsehole for not defending my boyfriend when my brother asked him to leave? My 28 female boyfriend, 27 male, Ryan, likes to help others. He's the type of guy who would give a co-worker money for their rent or buy groceries for our neighbor. However, he can take it too far at times. He often tries to help people without asking if they need or want his help. Every year, my brother, 35 male, Paul, and his wife, 33 female, Lily, host a holiday dinner. This year, Ryan attended for the first time. Before we left for their house, I told Ryan that Lily was legally blind and had been her entire life. She knew what she could and could not do. I told Ryan to only help Lily if she asked for help. We arrived early so I could help Paul and Lily cook. While we were cooking, Ryan kept telling Lily things like, Lily, if you're looking for the salt, it's to your right, or Lily, don't put that there, it's too close to the edge. Lily and Paul both told him that while his commentary was somewhat helpful, it was completely unnecessary. Still, Ryan did not stop. However, things became tense when Lily went to go chop vegetables. When she pulled out a knife, Ryan stopped her and asked if he could take over because he didn't want Lily to hurt herself. Lily said she'd be fine, but Ryan insisted she give him the knife. Finally, Paul got annoyed and told Ryan to stop. Ryan did stop, but he kept hovering over Lily while she was chopping. I asked Ryan to sit down until dinner was ready, but Ryan insisted that he just wanted to help. Finally, Lily asked him and I to help set up the table and greet people arriving. We did, but things were still tense. I did pull Ryan to the side and reminded him again to only help Lily if she asked for it. He agreed, but I could tell he was still upset. Everything finally boiled over after dinner. My nieces, five and three, have a game they love to play with their mother. They will hand Lily something and Lily would have to guess what it is. Lily would sometimes make a couple of clearly outrageous guesses like saying an egg is an elephant or a shoe, to make her daughters laugh. After dinner, the eldest handed Lily the salt shaker. 
When Lily guessed it was a phone, Ryan piped up and said it was a salt shaker. Lily laughed it off and explained the game to Ryan, but I could see she was annoyed. My niece then handed Lily a coin. When Lily guessed incorrectly, Ryan loudly told Lily it was a coin. This was apparently the last straw for Paul. Paul demanded that Ryan leave and he clearly couldn't respect Lily. Ryan insisted that he was trying to be helpful. However, Lily said it was probably best if Ryan and I left. I quickly gathered up our things and managed to convince Ryan to leave. Ryan is currently pissed at me. He said I should have defended him, especially since I knew he was only being helpful. He also insisted that I should have stood up against Paul's overreaction, Ryan's words. I'm now wondering if I should have defended Ryan. Am I the asshole? And we'll start off with Peppermint Mock, who says not the arsehole. Ryan didn't deserve to be defended there. I'm sorry, I'm sure you love Ryan, but good lord, he sounds insufferable. He wasn't being nice, he was being patronizing. Lily neither wanted nor needed his help. He stuck his nose in where it didn't belong, and he was asked to stop numerous times. I would have kicked him out too. Captain Obvious says you're not the arsehole, and your brother and wife are not the arsehole, but your boyfriend is an arsehole. He needs to learn to respect boundaries and listen and accept when people tell him what they can and can't do. It is not his job to help when people specifically say not to. Honestly, it's kind of a red flag that he reacts in anger to being told he can't stomp all over Lily's boundaries. Kitty Snowpants says not the arsehole, but your boyfriend is an ableist. I'm a disabled person and people like your boyfriend are not helpful in any way. They're just condescending assholes. And one more comment from Environmental Image who says benevolent ableism, a form of microaggression, refers to attitudes or behaviors that are intended to help people, but that actually reinforced ableist cultural values and make those labeled as disabled feel more segregated, singled out and disempowered rather than integrated and included. The implication is that the helper is more able than a disabled person such as myself and knows what I need without actually asking me. Not the arsehole and please share this with your boyfriend so he can understand why he was wrong and apologize. I just don't get the logic of like you're in someone else's house. It's your first time attending this person's house. You've been told several times, you know, your help is not needed. And like with a whole knife thing, then still hovering around someone, watching what they're doing and, and, and just commenting on it. Oh, dear, dear me. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today, getting involved in the stories, your love, support and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved. And hopefully, as always, I will see you in the next one. You cheeky so-and-so. <laughs> much love. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.